everyone, David G, Content Director and Editor-in-Chief at Boating Industry here with another edition of Boating Industry Insider. Glad you could join us. We are talking today to Jeremy Bale, National Brand Manager for Kicker Marine Audio. We're talking to him from Oklahoma. And first of all, Jeremy, tell us about the founding story of Kicker Audio, how it started and, and how it's evolved. Yeah, so uh, of course, it's always a fun fun story to tell when you're talking about the founding of your organization. But uh we can carry on a little bit, but to try to keep it a little bit more brief, <laughs> uh, Steve Irby is the founder of Kicker. He uh, founded in 1973, he's still around, he comes in daily, he's a part of every product that gets uh, developed and built uh, here in Stillwater. And uh, essentially he started as, a, he was a band guy and okay. wanted, wanted some stuff that he didn't have. He wanted an amplifier for his uh, keyboard and didn't like that he was quieter than the guitarist and the other people and he needed more sound. So uh, went out realized how much they cost and he and his dad decided to build one instead. Uh, the speaker that is, that goes with, with the amplifier. So in doing so, connected it to the amplifier that he had, rattled the windows and decided, hey, this is something that I like. And uh, that sparked everything that came after that. So he actually started building speakers for concerts, live audio, live music is what he was going for in the 80s uh, right around 1980 actually is when we moved into the space that we are now a buddy of his basically said hey uh, i got a truck it doesn't sound good there's a tiny little spot behind the seat can you build one of those fancy boxes for me and uh, he did it sounded great and uh, after some resistance of, of transitioning you know transitions are always hard as we're living those right now he realized hey there's a market here and uh, that's when the car audio section kind of took off and so he built what is is known as the first box, if you will, uh, enclosed box for vehicles uh, for a truck as uh, the original kicker box. And uh, oftentimes you still people hear, uh, hear people refer to it that way, but it is now turned into personal audio products uh, for the marine industry, of course. And then we also have products for power sports and side-by-sides, all those things like that. Uh, so it just continues to go and go and go in that, in that market space been a great, great opportunity uh, to expand into the world of music with, with his really his heart, which is to reproduce sound as true and natural that the artists wanted it to be. How did Marine enter the picture? Kind of similarly? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, uh, I wouldn't, I guess it was quite similarly, actually. It was kind of an opportunity, right? Someone uh, was looking uh, to get into that space. At the beginning, it was a little bit of, hey, we have these things. They should work oh, in the yeah. space also. Yeah. Uh, which is common of a lot of companies, right? That's how do we how do I diversify uh, by using the things we already have? Uh, really quick lessons were learned there that that's not the way to go into the marine industry. Uh, so it was good, you know. It's one of those lessons in learn fast, and uh, so we were able to do that, make quick adjustments, and uh, over a course of about a half a dozen years, uh, put people in place to start to to focus on the marine segment. Uh, got partners in place to focus on our relationship with the OEs. And uh, really in kind of 2012, 2015 is when all that started to mature. Mm. And all that work and, and background and the years of trying to figure out how does this, you know, we're in Oklahoma. We don't have a lot of salt water around us. Yes, so right. we had to go and do, do um, you know, the testing in other places and, and rely on the field reports mm. to to learn on the improvements and 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 certainly we've improved our testing ability since then but around the 2012 2015 is when our lines started coming together 
that it was such a such a line that, that you could kind of do everything kicker if you wanted to in a boat. Okay. And that's oh. really when things started to change for our Marine Division. Uh, and so the last couple of years have benefited from those those relationships that were created at that time when we when we had from from wiring to um, installation accessories, the speakers, the subwoofers, uh, the head unit, the whole thing. That's when the Marine Division really took off. Uh, and the last couple of years have just been phenomenal uh, in both the development side of new products coming out and also the growth of getting existing and new products out into the marketplace. Tell us about some of those marine specific products. You already said that that kind of jerry-rigging or, or modifying something that was designed for the automotive space didn't work. Tell us a little bit about the process of, of marine specific and, and uh, detail a couple of, of those products, if you will. Yeah, so uh, really, we've we've moved into a space where we don't we don't have much uh, cross transition of our products mm -hmm. anymore. There's there's certainly some uh, some cross between our power sports marketplace and the boating marketplace because okay. those are both outdoor. Uh, yeah. We can yeah. install the same can on a boat as we can on a yeah. on a side by side. They work very well, uh, and so we do have a, a crossover in, in those places. But we we build all of our products specific. Uh, what, what the trainers like to say is purpose built, purpose designed, right? And so we design it for a specific thing. We build it for that specific thing um, so that it is ready to, to, to handle the, the elements that it's going to be put into. Um, so we use stainless steel parts, right? We, we don't, um, we don't uh, allow different types of metals to touch. You know, all the things that, that can create opportunities for corrosion, we avoid those types. Uh, we fully enclose things and seal that in so that we can't get into the internals and create uh, um, you know, exposure and potential for corrosion in those areas. Uh, and so what we have now is really uh, from our, our radios or head units all the way down uh, through our cans and, and coaxial speakers is speakers that are designed to be in the outdoors. They're designed, uh, maybe they're in a box, maybe they're, they're free air and can be installed into the hole, um, but they're all designed for that environment and um, as of this year, we kind of have, with the, with the introduction of our larger cans and the introduction um, of uh, the newest uh, uh, KMC5 head unit, uh, we've got now, with NEMA compliance, we've got the connections that we need to get into uh, and work with some of the other components uh, of the boats as well. And so we're excited about what that is going to look like as the rest of those products come out first of 2021 a couple more speakers, and then we'll, we'll continue to move into uh, really kind of a more premium set of speakers as we look into 2021 and 2022. But the great thing is, is both the products that are created for the boating side and our power sports side are, are built to be kind of crossover in that environment. So uh, we have some sound bars coming out in the power sports side that are actually going to be great, almost kind of plug and play type of installations for some of the bar boating customers. Hey, uh, a boat is by design made to get wet. Uh, many of the components that we put inside a boat, uh, you know, batteries and wiring and, and touch screens and high-end audio, not particularly made to get wet. Is, is the marine environment a challenging one from a, from your, from a product perspective? Certainly it is. I mean, it, you know, I think especially when you look at some of the early years, well, you could use warranties as an example of that, right? I mean, we started out with a one-year warranty. We're now up to a three-year warranty oh, wow. on these products. So um, it's clearly we have uh, taken the steps necessary to protect our products and they're starting to be field tested and proven. Uh, and so we can, we can rely on that and we're able to provide those warranties and products and, and that, that kind of durability 
uh, expectation to customers that they know what they're going to get when they're getting a kicker product. And we've done our testing. We've done the legwork to make sure that they are built to be in that environment. No doubt. It is a complicated environment. It's complicated when you transition from fresh water into salt yeah, water. Yeah. And, and uh, we've built our products to go to the most extreme. So that way, when you pull back on it, uh, they'll just last even longer. And, uh, and, and really, really a lot of confidence in our design team. Um, uh, the, 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 the lead engineer that, that kind of helps put all that together. They've spent so much time doing that. Most of that just goes right over my head when you start talking in the specifics, but it's fun to get into a room with them and, and just kind of watch them work through the data, work through the, the decisions they need to make and to make the positive impacts for the future products that are coming out. Really, really a fun process. But, but what really uh, transitioned was with the rise of the pontoon segment as, as the pontoon boats just yeah. showing up. <laughs> Um, we had really strong OE relationships, which was a great opportunity for us. Uh, we had really, really strong aftermarket sales in that space. Um, at that time, our OE was, was probably pretty even in business. And our aftermarket uh, segment has, has over the years just, just surpassed it uh, and, and overwhelmed that segment um, as heavily, heavily on the pontoon side. So now we're seeing, I think, probably for the last two years in our business, we're seeing a transition um, into the center consoles. Yeah, exactly. A lot more coastal work. Yeah, we're seeing a lot more coastal customers come up. Uh, I think part of that is uh, the fact that we've gotten a lot of new dealers in the last couple of years that are adding our products to their lineup and offering that. Uh, I think it's a testament that they're starting to um, believe in the product and its durability. uh, And and I think uh, some of the, the marketing efforts that we've taken on in the last couple of years, we've got more customers asking for it as well. Uh, but really, those would be the, the pontoon has been a big piece. Uh, the, the center consoles is now an increasing piece of the pie, and it's fun to kind of watch. You know, I'm, I'm a numbers guy, so I like pie charts and those things. Yeah. It's fun to watch the pieces of the pie start to kind of even out a little bit, and uh, that I take that as a good sign that we're we're entering each of the segments in a yeah. in a in a healthier way, and we're not so overweighted in, in one of them. Having a mixed appeal where we're both capturing a recreational boater that just wants to be on the water. Uh, they want to be out there a lot. Well, what we see is a lot of kind of the baby boomers that are getting the boats and, and using it as an attraction to get the family out there with them. Hey, we have this thing. Off we go. Get the grandkids in. And they just enjoy being out there. That has been a really large part of our aftermarket uh, customer base. Yeah, talk about uh, the kind of the DNA or the connective tissue of 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 kicker what's unique about uh your your culture and your r d and your products your packaging your marketing just kind of tell us a little bit about uh kind of the unique value proposition of of kicker yeah well i mean it really it really all comes from steve um and and mr irby as the founder set set in motion early on with the the kind of the uh, beginning of the, the foundation of the company which which was a culture of 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 Family is a difficult word to use with business. I think it gets used a lot, but yeah. uh, there's there's no families that I'm aware of that you can fire your brother. Uh, you just <laughs> don't generally do that, and then send them off to another family. So it's a weird word for me. I always kind of have a hard time with that. Uh, but the, the culture is very much that way here when it comes to the sense of of uh, a cooperative effort towards the vision that he has put in place, and that vision is is really driven by his desire to recreate audio. Uh, in its truest form as best as he can with the product that, that is, is being used. So certainly little products that go in, in these little guys that we have, 
Yeah. Uh, we can only reproduce that in certain ways. Yeah. And then you've got uh, 11 inch cans on a boat that have a very different approach to, to yeah. doing that. But each product, uh, he, he listens to, uh, he tests, he works with the R&D team to tune so that it is doing the best job it can in the place that it holds in that space. Uh, and that really applies to everything. We, we try to, to, to bring that idea into, um, into our marketing, into our, our sales efforts, into uh, the product and the boxes. Everything that we do has that idea of what we call living loud is that kind of the tagline. <laughs> But yeah. it's not necessarily just the volume, right? It's right, exactly. on doing things the best that we possibly can uh, and, 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 and not stopping short of that. And so uh, he's actively involved in every product and in every uh, listening session, he's there. He's, he's certainly training the ears of other people to have his ear because Kicker's going to need that over time. And uh, it's really a fun process to be uh, kind of on the outside of and, and a part of uh, at times. Uh, but that that essence comes out, and so when we get into marine audio, we took that live and loud, and we we tried to figure out what how does that how does that work on the water, and and the idea of go overboard is where it came out for, for marine audio, and and it's the same mentality of with everything you do, do it the best that you can. So if you're going to get out behind the rope, then then go for it, have fun, enjoy your time there, enjoy whatever that looks like with family. And so go overboard was just a natural reflection of the live and loud mantra that we carried. Uh, and, and the same thing applies as you go to the other segments. They're, they're each carrying that same banner forward all under the, the kind of the premise of do it the best we can every time and, and don't stop until we feel like we've got. Do you see when you kind of look out on the horizon, uh, are there any new products that could be game changers or, or Kind of new technology, wireless, what, whatever that you're working on that, that really could significantly, you know, impact marine audio? You know, I, I, don't, I don't have anything specific for you, to be honest. I mean, the interesting thing that I see is I just kind of watch the marketplace right now. Um, it, it's a little like this pandemic that we're in, right? Everybody is, is, is dreaming for back to normal. What, you know, and also I think recognizing that there is no back to normal. Whatever, yeah. yeah. We, are, we are in transition towards something that we don't know what it is, right? We don't know what this transition looks like. We don't know where we're going. We just know we're in transition. Yeah. And we're all trying to carve out pieces and define what that might look like. And then every day I think we wake up and readjust our version of what that might look like. And, and I think technology is in the same spot right now. It is moving so fast. It has been for a while, but the pandemic has created new desire to, to adapt and adjust that movement a little bit. And what you're seeing is so many different things coming up that it's hard to grab a hold of which ones are going to take root. Um, and so I, w what our effort is, has been to, to, to really focus on the core of what we do, which is get it to work right and get it to work right with whatever it needs to connect with. And as that adjusts, then we will adjust with it. But one of the things on the audio side, outside of the head units, is we don't have to put, at this time, a, a lot of smartness into them. So a, a speaker accepts information right. and, then, and then gives information back out and the way that it was supposed to be given. The head units is a different story, right? Where they take input, they take output, they're, they're, all of it has to work. So it's really the connectivity between each of the parts that I think we're trying to, to, to watch, monitor, and, and be as far ahead of as possible. Uh, knowing that we're not going to try to ever take over the brain of, <laughs> of, of the operation. We're always going to be one of the components. Yeah. And I think that's a, a good spot for us to be. Um, so th that's, that's really what we're looking for is what does it look like? How is everybody trying to connect together? And, and that's the space that we'll try to find that spot in the middle and connect with it. 
Well, it does sound like a nice place to be, actually. Nice to connect with Jeremy Bale, National Brand Manager, Kicker Marine Audio. And nice to connect with you as well. Thanks for listening to this edition of Boating Industry Insider. I'm David G., Content Director and Editor-in-Chief at Boating Industry. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, and we will see you on the water. Bye.